it's time for another installment of the Bro Code Podcast with your host, Michael Woodcock. Why don't you just uh, go by Mike instead of Michael? No way. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Podcasting for your listening pleasure on www.brocodepodcast.com. Grab a beer, grab a shot, grab a pitcher, spread the word. And welcome back to another episode. I'm here with Brian. Hello. Welcome, Brian. Uh, thank you. <laughs> it's great to be here. I'm ready to re- redeem myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen to our show, <laughs> so I don't know what that was like. I don't know what we were in the middle of. I don't know where we were going. Um, I don't remember. Did you even post this the second one that I had to be like cut the mic? Yes, because I did a disclaimer uh, okay. afterwards. Yeah, I, I didn't. Like, At this point in the show, <laughs> yeah, he gave me the signal that it was time to cut it off, and <laughs> and so um, yep, short episode. Yeah, I'll have to go back and listen to that just for that. But uh, I've listened to the the one we did before, and I was. Just struck by how depressing it was. Yeah, like, it was. Man, we terrible. talked about like the deaths of our mothers the whole <laughs> fucking time. So I was, I was thinking, I was like, man, next time we got a pod, next time we pod, we just we got to talk about like movies and fun shit. Yeah, we definitely do. Like yeah. with you, it's it's so much easier to do um, movie stuff and TV stuff, mm-hmm. and um, just because when um, when the other guys are here, they don't watch the same things I do or. Uh, if they do, then they don't. I don't know. There's there's one way of watching a movie, and then there's a way that you can watch a movie where you, um, you can appreciate different aspects that most people don't. Yeah, and I feel like you yep. can do that, and they do not. Movies so. for me, like to me, it it's. I don't mean to sound pretentious, but it's like an art, you know. And I mean, like obviously, there are some movies that are just fun. You know, it's like don't read too much into it; just have fun. But um, it like no matter what the movie is, like for me, it's an experience, you know. And how much I enjoy the movie, um, not really sure where I'm going with that. But uh, it's yeah, it's it's like to me, a movie is more like an experience. And the better the movie, the better experience that I have. Like uh, a good example. Um, the last movie I saw in the theater that just fucking wowed me was Interstellar. Um, yeah, I've, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Okay. And, I didn't see um, it in the theater though. Yeah. I mean like, man, I mean, it's, it's such a good movie and, um, the, the father daughter relationship really, you know, touched me, especially since I saw it with my, my wife and daughter. <laughs> um, but, um, Man, that was, like, I've watched it several times since then, and I mean, like, it's still a great movie, I love it, but, like, nothing will beat that experience of seeing it in the theater, Um, and uh, unfortunately, I just, I can't, I can't see as many movies in the theaters anymore. It's gotta be, like, a movie that we all want to see really, really badly, and are willing to sacrifice the, you know... 50 fucking bucks it takes to get all of us in there and whatnot no you just buy senior tickets and child child tickets they don't look at it when they tear them (laughs) you buy them at the little kiosk thing yeah 
I'm not going to look. Anyway, um, did you ever see uh, Arrival? No, I want to. So, um, I... It was really good. Was it? It was really good. You know what? I can probably watch that tonight or tomorrow. There's, there's um, it surprised me how well it was was made. Yeah. Um, a lot of movies don't get me. I don't want to give away anything. Right, right. Because I want you to go in with complete fresh eyes, like I did. Right. Um, but I'm just gonna say it this way, which won't give anything away. Mm. I I hope. Um. It, I don't get a lot of movies that that get me, mm-hmm. and uh, like this, on an emotional level. I'm I don't want to say too much, but all around got me. Um, I understand, and this one definitely did. Wow! Like the very beginning of the movie, I felt like I could predict where it was going to go. Yeah, and it was not that way. Okay, like based off of like watching trailers and things like that, I thought I was going to be like. Okay, it's just like another one of these movies. Like, it looks awesome. I'll check it out. Yeah. But um, it wasn't what it appeared. Oh, that's cool. I remember, like, seeing a preview for it um, and thinking, like, what is this? This looks really interesting. And then I, I went to IMDb and looked it up. And uh, I'm always very interested to see who directs movies. Um, and I I didn't recognize the name, so I clicked on him. And then I... I Saw that he, uh, I can't remember the dude's name. He directed a movie called Prisoners. Uh, it has Hugh Jackman. Um, oh, God, who else is in it? Um, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is in it as well. And, like, that, that's a good fucking movie. That, I mean, oh, sorry. Just hit the mic there. <laughs> My hands are flailing. Um, that That's a movie that'll get you. Like on a like an all around level, so I'm not shocked to hear you say that Arrival was the same way. I think it was also based off of a book, so Maybe. I mean, anything that was in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you also have to direct things well. You can't just Absolutely. base things off of a book and then expect it. You know, oh, the, yeah. just because the book did well that the that you know the movie's going to do well. Mm-hmm. You have to put in the notes. Uh, musically put in the, oh, the abs- beats, yeah. the right beats at the right time. It, like it's a completely different, uh, you know, medium to to do. Yeah, it it really really blows my mind to to even think about how difficult it is to make a really good movie. You know, because like they happen. You know, good movies come out, and so obviously it's possible. But like to like. You know, I used to be really into directing because for a while that's what I wanted to do until I realized it's a completely unrealistic uh, goal, but for me at least. But, um, but, uh, so I used to, I, I learned a lot about, you know, the craft of directing. And, like, man, if you're going to make a really good movie, like, you know, like Interstellar or, you know, like Arrival, You've got to know exactly what you're doing every step of the way. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, um, improvisation plays no part in it. But um, you have got to know, like, this shot's going to look like this. And I'm going to do this. And it's just, like, it's astonishing, you know, uh, to think, like, yeah, it's more than just, you know, turning on the camera and saying action. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, 
I I don't know how that exactly works where you obviously have the director who shoots the movie and has that vision of that mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if there's if it's the same person who does like I want this type of music here I'm sure that they do to some extent where they're like Typically. I want this feeling but they don't they're not the one writing the music they're not writing the music to put in there and then they also have an editor right. that will go in and kind of like clip where they want that music to be or what yeah, volume style. I, it I really know. depends on the director as far as like those little things. Cause like there are directors like Quentin Tarantino where he um, does every aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. He's got, and that's not to say that he doesn't allow his, um, his editors or composers to do their own thing too, but he really like he, um, he has his fingers in all of those little pies. And that's, you know, that's what makes them Quentin Tarantino movies. Um, there are some movies that, you know, maybe are more studio backed where the director, you know, doesn't, it doesn't really matter who's in the director's chair. Um, those tend to be ones where, um, like you'll get some director who's directed a bunch of, you know, movies that have done fairly well at the box office, box office. Um, and then, um, but nobody's ever like raved about, so they'll just shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. And then once the shoot's done, they'll hand it over to the editor and be like, make a movie. So it really depends on the director. Um, but to me, that's how you, that's like, that's how you find the, the really good directors, you know, like Christopher Nolan, Quentin Tarantino. Um, I can't think of it's funny. It's funny head, that but. you say those two, because those two, I definitely believe do. Um, a great job of putting in a very, uh, I don't know how to say it, like that they they pair up what's going on in the movie with the music very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Christopher Nolan, I, I think it's safe to say that he's my favorite director. Um, or at least I trust him the most. Like, if there's a movie coming out and it's, and he's, and he is involved in it, I'm like, all right, I'm in, you know? Just because his track record is just so so good, I wouldn't say flawless. Um, Dark Knight Rises was a little bit like, I mean, it wasn't bad, but there were just things about it where I was like, to me, it was like this kind of falls below the standard that he has set. But even then, it was still, it was still good. You know, it was just. There were just little things about it that bugged me. But other than that, I can't really think of... I think that was like the first real blemish on his um, on his career, in my opinion. Okay, and so even then, if like as far as blemishes go, that's that's a good blemish. So yeah, there, there are directors who just who have put out like like Spike Lee. He used to make amazing movies, and every once in a while he would put out a shit movie, and now like. It's all shit. I can't remember the last like really good Spike Lee movie. I think honestly, Inside Man, and that was how long ago? I couldn't tell. Now you. he just puts out dog shit. Uh, I I have to say that I think I'm gonna name this episode um, "Everything Spoilcast," <laughs> just because uh, I want to say it up front that we're gonna we're gonna definitely like I feel like we should do a whole separate show than than bro code just based off of. <laughs> Like movies and stuff, yeah. but we don't do this very often, so we'll yeah. just throw it up and see what happens. But um, 
yeah, we're, any movie we talk about, we're, we if we both watched it, we're probably going to spoil stuff out yeah, of it. Potential spoilers. Because um, I know that we both wanted to talk about Rogue One. Yes. Um, I did want to talk about um, some other stuff that we're going to probably get cool. deep into. But um, so did you want to get into Rogue One? Absolutely. What did you think of it? I, I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, like from the first trailer, I I was definitely like I was in I was in I was like, ooh, this looks good, and um, it looked very uh, it looked like it had a different feel uh, than than the other movies. Uh, like it was gonna be a bit more uh, like tangible, you know. But um, so yeah, I was definitely and man, I wanted to see it in the theater so badly, but. I just never never got a chance to. Um, but then, so I finally watched it last weekend, and it didn't blow me away like I thought it would, but, like, I enjoyed it, and then the next day, thinking about it more, I was like, yeah, I really, really liked it. Um, and I'm, I think, honestly, I'm going to say this, and I know a lot of people are probably going to be like, <gasps> it's my second favorite Star Wars movie. Next to seven? Uh... <laughs> Next to, t- uh, or four, five, five, five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to say I didn't like it that much. Really? Yeah. There was a lot. Um, like I said, I, I don't feel like I need to say this again. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, you knew how it was going to end. Yeah. I knew how it was going to end. And I actually liked that. I, she, I, my, uh, Danielle wants to watch it. She mm-hmm. wanted to see it in the theater. I got a chance to see it in the theater, like just squeaked in before mm-hmm. it got out. Um, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I was going to buy it yesterday, actually, but um, and then I was going to buy it today. Mm-hmm. Um, now that it's out this week, but um, just just to add it to the collection, right. if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have episodes one, two, and three, oh fuck, yeah. I'm gonna put three and a half in there too. Yeah, but um, three and a half that's a, that's a good that's a good way of. I mean, that's, it. that's that's pretty much what it, what it is. Yeah. Um, there's stuff that I was pleasantly surprised about, mm-hmm. but if you like. I feel like I should do this in my movie movie guy voice. <laughs> if you like a movie that has no Jedi in it, this is the movie for you. But how are you going to have a Star Wars story and have no... Like, I've, well, like I, mean, I, understa- sense, I understand what they were doing with it. That's fine. Right. Uh, and I didn't really expect there to be that in there too much. Like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe there was somebody somewhere. But, because, I, I don't know. There, there was still some Jedi left. Like Yoda is still alive at this point. Like maybe there was going to be some I mean, kind of like callback to that. Yeah, there was a callback to uh, Vader several times. Yeah, and but, uh, um, at one point, um, I can't remember the dude's name. Uh, played by I think Jimmy Smits. Um, he referenced. He was like my friend, and he was talking about Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi. I was like, oh, I was very confused at that point because he says something about blah blah blah. Her, your Jedi friend. And then he goes, yeah, uh, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk to him. Or, uh, some, I have somebody working on it is uh-huh. what he what he said. And I was like, wait, a girl? I don't recall that. Yeah. But but when I looked it up, I was like, who was he talking? Like, I had to look it up. It was bothering me. Hmm. And so I um I looked it up and they were like, yeah, it's Obi-Wan. And I was like, I must not have heard that right. I, yeah, maybe. Um, And I've seen people quote it since then hmm. recently. And it was not a she he said he and i was like okay well maybe i just heard it wrong yeah. or maybe they were talking about something previous to that and right. then i just carried it over thinking they were still talking about that one person but um 
Yeah. Um, one part that bothered me was Vader makes a joke in the uh, at one point, and I found it so bad and not character, like not his character at all. What was the There's joke? There's one point where he's choking that guy who says, "Can I still be in command of the right. the uh, the space station?" And he chokes him, uh-huh. and then he says something like, "Don't choke on your words," and walks. Oh, off. on and your like, aspiration or yeah. something like that. And I was like, "That's I not." Know. I thought it was forgivable. Um, the other thing is, is that it did not sound like James Earl Jones, and I looked it up later, and it, it is was. Him. It's just he's old now. It just they could have done some kind of modulation to his voice to change it a little bit more. That like, did kind of bug me, but I I realize it's like I don't know how much you can do about that. People, no, but because people do. Um, you can look it up on YouTube anywhere and have people doing a show like a, a, a you know, a fan made movie or whatever that they get the voice almost spot on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did they just clip this together from the movie or they'll say like, um, I've gotten you to watch bat in the sun before, right? Bat in the sun. Oh Lord. Bat in the sun is a YouTube channel that I highly recommend for anybody who likes nerd. Okay. Like that's the best way I can describe it. So one of the things that they do on that show is their um, ultimate battles or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they'll take comic book movie characters, comic book characters, um, s- superheroes in general, or mm-hmm. just badass people. And uh, sometimes TV shows and they'll put, pit them against each other and mm-hmm. they'll do a poll either online or at a convention and they'll go around and ask people who would win in a fight of so-and-so versus so-and-so. Right. And they were like, well, this guy has this power, but this other guy can counter it with that power, or this guy's super smart, and you know, this guy's super strong, whatever it is. And then they'll take the data based off of what the people said, Yeah. and they do a live-action version hmm. of the fight scene between those two and how they thought, they think that it would go down. And the winner is always, they don't tell you who won until after the fight but then they they show you this is this is who won because 66 percent of people said that that person would win hmm. um but they also do an alternate ending where the other person wins just so you can kind of see what it was yeah the very first one i ever saw was batman versus darth vader huh interesting and it was flawless in my opinion huh flawless the guy who plays batman voice perfect just like the cartoon that i remember yeah awesome um the guy who plays vader awesome movements spot on the voice spot on there's even a part um that i'm gonna kind of spoil for you the helmet gets blown off of him Hmm. and he looks just like the guy that played vader in uh episode six yeah where before he gets you know throws emperor down or whatever that you know he's got half of his helmet blown up it is flawless it's perfect uh i told another movie friend of mine about it he said he watched every single episode in a weekend um it's like uh and they do they do such great job with all the stuff they do they did um what did they do oh casey jones versus uh kick-ass um and there's a part in the very beginning where casey jones is getting dropped off by like Michelangelo in the van that they played in the old commercial or old cartoons. And Michelangelo is wearing, I don't know how they got this, 
but it looks like the guy who plays Michelangelo is wearing the old costume from the old movies. Oh my God. Yes. So like they do detail, like yeah. detail on this stuff. Um, there was one where it was um, Joker and Harley Quinn versus uh, Domino and Deadpool. Oh yeah. And that was on point too. The girl who plays Harley Quinn, I love her. Yeah. I've seen her in uh, other stuff on YouTube channels. Like she's, she's an, a martial artist and an actress and she's fantastic. Mm. Um, she's doing like a, a side project, uh, a fan made film for uh, Dragon Ball Z as well. Oh, cool. Where she plays Android 18. But, um, um, where was I going? Oh, um, the director actually mm. played um played Joker. Huh. He did a good job. The guy, I don't know, I think they had somebody else voice him, like they did a dub of his voice. And whoever did the voice work for it was fantastic as well. Yeah. I highly recommend looking into it. Um they do Wolverine versus different people. They do Spider Man versus Darth Maul. <laughs> they had um That just reminded me of something. They had uh Thor versus Superman, huh. uh, Iron Man versus this one was kind of bad because they did CG and I don't think their budget is up yeah. that high. But um, yeah, they did uh, Iron Man versus uh, uh, Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh, that's a cool idea. Oh, all of them are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't remember where we were going. We were talking about um, oh. They could have done a better job modulating his voice. That's the, the bottom line. Like if if some YouTube channel has the money and budget and time to be able to adjust somebody's voice who doesn't actually sound like James Earl Jones, yeah, they can change James Earl Jones to sound like him. You know, um, if they can CG uh, Carrie Fisher and they can CG that uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, right? I don't if remember they the can, actor's name. If they can CG those characters to be pretty lifelike, yeah, yeah. They can modulate a dude's voice to be deeper. Yeah, I mean it, it's. I I'll I will admit that that kind of threw me off, but to me it's it's I can forgive it. It's you know it's such a small part of the movie. So uh, the other part that bothered me, and I I don't know if it bothered me as much as that I would need to do a little bit more research. I heard that originally um, Lucas had a different plan for uh, Vader's helmet, hmm. and they ended up changing it almost last minute to something different. Mm -hmm. Now this guy's helmet was different. The you could Darth Vader helmet. Yes. You can see through the eyes and see the dude underneath of it. Oh, I didn't see that. And I thought that it, unless that, that that was like a kind of like a callback, like, Hey, look, we're kind of like playing off of that. This is the way that it should have been right. originally. Um, or that this is a pre version of right, the right. helmet. Like He's modified it since then to the next movie. Sure. Um, I didn't like it. It cheapened it. It made it look huh. really cheap. I didn't cheap. notice that, honestly. It was kind of like red. Like, uh -huh. like they weren't black either. They were red, like kind of reddish. Well, and the, you the lenses were always red. No. Yeah, yeah. In the, movie, in the old movies, they were always red. I almost want to look it up. <laughs> um, but I, you definitely couldn't see through them. I don't yeah. remember. I don't. I didn't notice that. Yeah, you could see through it. It bothered me. Maybe it was just because I watched it in the theater and it was so big maybe, that, that, maybe. I, that I could see that detail. But yeah. that kind of bothered me. The other thing that bothered me was 
Um, what is the character's name? Main character, the girl. Uh, uh, Jen or so. Yeah. I feel like she kind of got thrown in, didn't uh-huh. want to do it, and then flipped the script in the middle, like just very quick, and she was trying to attempt to rally this team that had no reason to trust her, no reason to believe her, no, didn't know who she really was. And and that scene where she's like, we need to fight. Mm-hmm. We need to do this. When everybody was kind of down on attacking or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just was like, it it seemed it seemed odd that they would they would just be like, she's right. Let's do this. And everybody like rallied to go with her and against everybody that they know and trust and this council mm-hmm. that that is there to make people people safe and keep right you know strategically attack i guess or whatever it is well um it made perfect sense to me um because um as far as her like her sort of changing her mind to me i interpreted that as it wasn't so much that all of a sudden she cared about the fate of you know the rebellion so much as it became personal to her you know because it was you know her father uh tried so desperately to get word to her and you know um that it it you know and then she had that you know spoiler um she had the very you know once she finally gets to see her father for the first time since you know being a child he's dying on a on you know outside in the rain and you know he's telling her with his last words like you you know you got to do this you got to do this um i think it just it beca- the the mission became personal to her <clears throat> so excuse me uh so i think that's why she kind of embraced it you know uh with such you know uh ver- ferocity and as far as everybody jumping on board with her um i mean in that you know that council meeting like there were people that agreed with her it's just they got downvoted and um it made sense uh, because uh, to me, because um, the uh, the captain's name I can't remember the captain's name, played by a Hispanic actor that I actually I actually really like. Um, I don't remember. I've seen him in a couple things, but um, anyway, you know, I assume that it was basically like his team that was volunteering, and it, you know, you could surmise that maybe they were loyal to him, and they were like, you know what, if he vouches for her, then that's good enough for me. So. There, there were a couple things that surprised me how well it was done too. Mm-hmm. So that that very the very very end where there you know Vader comes in to kick some ass. I I totally I did not expect that. That was fantastic. Yeah, like f- for a moment I was like, this might be a little too much. But then I thought about it. I was just like, but but you know what? How many fucking movies have we have we been waiting to see? Vader come back <laughs> to, to see. Well, not only that, but also just to see a Jedi just go fucking buck wild. And it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, it was it was good. I liked it. It was very well done. Nice touch mm-hmm. that just butts it right up against yeah. watching four. So you can you can never have seen any of the movies before. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that movie first, it ruins nothing for anything else. Yep. Um, and and it. And a nice lead into like 
I've been kind of holding movies, the Star Wars movies away from my son. Mm. I want him to be able to watch them in a correct order mm-hmm. and watch them when he can understand what's going on. Yeah. Or at least ask the right questions while watching it. Actually, there's a commercial for Rogue One right now on TV. I was thinking for a while, like, how should I present him those movies? Mm-hmm. And my thought now is that um, I'll, I'm going to do three. And, uh, I don't know if I can do three and a half first. I think I'm going to have to do four, five, six, mm-hmm. um, and then go back and do one, two, three, three and a half, mm-hmm. and then do seven. Right. Um, which is very confusing and and it would irritate people, but I think you lose a gigantic part of the feeling you get when watching four, five, and six mm. if you watch one, two, and three first. Because that whole flip of finding out that Vader is Luke's father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's is totally a ruined. huge thing. And yeah. it's ruined big time by watching one, two, and three. Yeah. So I think presenting them to him in that way yeah. will. And, and then you can't also watch. You can't watch seven. Because yeah. oh, then yeah, that yeah. kind of ruins everything, too. Yeah. Um, for like one, two, and three. And, and so it gets it gets kind of like that. But. Mm. Um, I thought that was a really nice touch that they threw in there. Um, another thing that that it it brought a tear to my eye <laughs> how well it was done mm. was them explaining why there was a flaw in the Death Star. Oh, you mean like the uh, the message? Well, that that when the the creator is her father, the yeah, one who. Yeah basically did the blueprints for it was her father and he built it in there as a fail safe so that they could destroy it right for 40 years people have been like why would they have made that yeah yeah like why why do that and so this explains that in a way where you feel at least i did i felt satisfied enough it connected the dots it filled in the gap right so it it satisfied me enough where i was like Okay, so it wasn't yeah, yeah. it wasn't them that was being dumb. It was somebody <laughs> who sabotaged them that yep. that made this work this way. So that that was a nice touch to me. Yeah. But other than that, there were it wasn't I don't feel like I was super excited throughout the movie. Like there wasn't like a tension that that you normally get where you're it didn't to me it didn't feel it felt like a completely separate movie that had, was wearing Star Wars clothes. See, I like that about it. I, I went into it thinking like, man, I hope they don't try to make this, they, they don't try to force it to be a Star Wars movie because like I wanted it to be something separate to where it was almost like like a fan-made Star Wars movie. And that's really what it felt like to me. You know, I, I really liked that, you know, um, you know, other than Darth Vader... There were no Jedi, but there were these weird sort of pseudo spiritual. That was um, that was another part that I was going to get to was those those two the the samurai guy yeah, the yeah. blind samurai guy and then his buddy Donnie Yen. He's actually a very uh, popular um, Asian film star. Um, he those two were were great in the movie. Their characters were great. Mm-hmm. The the chemistry between the two of them were great. Um. 
I thought that they were, uh, I don't know. I, I thought there was also some kind of like a, a love thing between the two of them that I couldn't tell if it was that they were, they were partners, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, uh, you know, lovers or whatever, or if it was like, uh, family type of thing. I took it to just be, to mean like they just had been together for so long as like, you know, friends that and companions that they just developed. Did you see them like, all right, well, I mean, oh, did we, you see it? Did you see it like Han and and Chewie? Yeah, yeah. Maybe a bit more contentious. <laughs> uh, okay. But um, you know that that actually uh reminds me of something I noticed. I was watching it again last night. Um, I didn't get all the way through it before I fell asleep. But um, and I realized, you know what? It feels like in the past year or two, we've heard so much about how. Hollywood is not diverse enough and there's there, you know, um, too many white people in, you know, these, especially in these like sci-fi superhero movies and stuff like that. But Rogue One had a pretty diverse cast. Um, you know, you have, you know, the, the main character, Jen or so it, yeah, she's a, a white fe- lady, female, lead. white female lead. Um, but then the next important guy is Hispanic um, you have Force Whitaker in there, and he's you know he's not a hugely important character, but he's an important stepping stone to get towards you know the the eventual plot. His um, character kind of bothered me too. I was okay. I like Force Whitaker a lot, so you c- he can be in a bad movie, and I'd still like him. I do. I I do too. I don't. I don't like um them putting f- famous actors in those movies. Hmm. It it kind of bothers me. It it only bothers me. I don't know. It kind of bothered me that they put. Um, oh, I'm gonna forget both their names, and I know both of them really well. Um, Qui Gon and uh, Obi. Oh, Liam the, Neeson and Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, putting them in the movie kind of bothered me a little bit, but um, they're they were so heavy in the that yeah. movie in the first movie that it just blew it like blew it out of the water that I couldn't dude. I'm telling you like if, if they had kept Qui-Gon Jinn for at least one more movie, I think it would have made the, the first trilogy better. Okay. Because well, let's, let's, let's go back to what you were saying. Right, right, yeah, getting, movies, And then, and then we'll go on that. Cause I have, yeah. I have stuff to talk about with that too. So, um, so yeah. Uh, and then you have the two, uh, Asian dudes, um, and as far as I can remember, there have never been Asians in the in the Star Wars movies, at least not prominent characters. Um, and I think that's pretty. And then um, the 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 pilot that defected, um, hmm. I don't know exactly what his nationality was, but he looked like he might have been Middle Eastern. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's like. And the thing is, it doesn't like it's a pretty diverse cast. But like they're all good. Like it, none of them s- have that stink of like, oh, they just they put just them in threw there. That in there, yeah. yeah. But it's like no, it's a great cast, and nobody talked about it. I didn't hear anybody talk about the fact that like, hey, this is a great like, you know, mm-hmm. diverse cast. So I don't know, but that really kind of bugs me. But yeah, I no, I I get that. Um, and and it's been a thing that people talked about forever. But yeah, they have all these blue and green aliens, but they didn't have 
anybody right of any kind of color in the movies. Yeah, that, Lando was the the token black guy, and he's really, really. <laughs> so I guess when you say that, that uh, God, why am I so bad with names right now? What's um, what's his name? Lando's real name. Oh gosh, I don't know. If you say it, I'll be like, yeah, but no, I I, I know, I know, I know it. I just I'm I'm really bad with names today. Um. He was famous before that, I mm-hmm. think. I, I believe. I believe so. I don't know. That, I don't he didn't, know. He wasn't made by that movie. No, I don't think so. I think maybe he had at least a career. So maybe they maybe I'm wrong that they you know, every one of their movies have had at least one person that's um you know, somewhat famous somewhere in their their thing. Um oh, I don't know. Um so did you you wanted to talk about um, the 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 trilogy and 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 that you were talking? I, about? I mean, I was just gonna say that you know, like, um, I mean, I I I can enjoy the trilogy, all three of them. The the first, but no, um, the one, two, and three. One, two, and three. Yeah, the 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 prequel trilogy. Yeah, I can enjoy it. Um, you know, but to me, it's it's like drinking you know, diet Coke. It's like, yeah, it tastes okay, but it's not as good as the original. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I feel like, um, it, like the trilogy would have been better if they had kept Qui-Gon for at least one more movie. Just, just because Liam Neeson has a presence, you know, like he just, he has this presence, um, in every movie he's in. And, you know, he. It's just like you have to respect it. It's and a I, very different character from what he mostly has been playing. Yeah, um, he's he's like a mentor, um, just a wise mentory yeah. type of guy. Whereas, you know, in movies since then, he's been this old fart that's can kick an ass. Yeah, and I really feel like that trend started with Taken. Yeah, because definitely. before then he wasn't really known as that guy. But then Taken came out, and they were like, "Whoa, Liam Neeson can kick ass!" <laughs> and that's like all he's done since. Um, so have you heard the theory of uh, how the the original? I keep saying the original. I just mean the 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 first, the one, two, and three. Mm. It's so it's so backwards. I had a lot of trouble following where I was when watching Rogue One. Like what time period I was in? Yeah, I was a little confused at first, but near closer to the end, I was like, okay, I I understand what's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't grasp my my time anywhere yeah, yeah, in yeah. there. I, like I I was like, all right, so this is after one, two, and three, but you know we don't know anything about Leia, like where whereabouts of Leia. Yeah, yeah. And Luke is on a different planet and. Okay, and seven just happened before this one. Like it came out before this one, so I'm like, okay, so where's Chewie? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. what? Like I was very confused. It was hard for me to kind of follow where I was, but um, that that was another thing that kind of bothered me, and that had nothing to do with the movie, mm-hmm. but it I was just having a lot of trouble um just keeping up with it, yeah, because I didn't want to watch, I didn't want to read or watch anything about about it yeah, until yeah. I watched it. I didn't want anything ruined. Um, but did you hear how that, the theory of how that was supposed to go? No. So what 
<clears throat> originally, uh, Lucas said that th- that one, two, and three were going to mirror what was in four, five, and six. Hmm. And the theory was that Jar Jar was supposed to be the reverse Yoda in the movie. Yeah. He was supposed to turn against the Jedi and you were supposed to find out that he was a Sith Lord. He was actually supposed to be Count Dooku, which is why in the first movie. Oh, I have heard that stupid fucking theory. I don't think it's stupid, though. There's a there's a part and I've seen it myself and where when they go and they pick up Anakin from from the shop or whatever mm-hmm. and um princess amadala is there and she's talking to whoever she's talking to right you see jar jar peeking his head around the corner and he's mouthing something and as he's mouthing something she's saying what he's mouthing if you look at his mouth while she's talking it looks like her voice is coming out of his mouth almost now, you can say that he's just a bumbling idiot and that, that he would just be moving his mouth anyway. But when you do a CG character, you are making that character move that vo- that mouth on purpose. Right. So the thought was that he was mind controlling her into saying that stuff, which is how he became so high up so quickly, even though he's a fucking idiot. He was able to convince the general on Naboo to let them have all of their troops. How did he do that? He's an idiot. He was banned just a little while ago from even coming into the place, let alone being able to be like, now you're our general. What? Are you serious? That doesn't even make any sense. Am I convincing you a little bit? No, not at all. (laughs) Honestly, I think whoever came up with this theory is thinking way too much about it. Okay. So regardless of if you think that's a garbage pr- pre- um, premise for a movie, for these movies, mm. I am saddened that that wasn't what it was because that would have been fantastic, I think. But because the, the idea is because he was such a hated character, they every movie since the first one, they mm-hmm. were tucking him further and further into the background where you at one point. I think in in episode three, you just see him at the funeral. You I see think. him, yeah. You see him at one point, and he just kind of bows and yeah, points yeah. the way of where, you know, people to go. Yeah, no lines, <laughs> right? No lines in it, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, he just kind of chauffeured people around, and and that was it. Yeah. But um, I wish that that was true. I wish that was true. But like I was saying, even if that's a garbage premise to you, mm. how satisfying would it have been to watch Anakin cut his fucking head off instead of Dooku's? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was actually just thinking yesterday. I was like, I was just thinking, I was like, man, like, what was it about Jar Jar that people fucking hate so much? Because the thing is, like, I've never hated Jar Jar. Um, like, when I first watched the movie, when I was a teenager, like, it, it didn't even register to me. Like, he wasn't annoying. I didn't love him. He was just a character. Um, And then, like, as the anger towards him uh, built over the years, you know, I did sort of start to like him less and less, but I've never gotten to the point to where I hated him. And I, But I've never really thought about it. I was like, what do people hate about him so much? And I, I think I finally 
realized yesterday, I was like, you know, honestly, I think people hate him so much because he is so over the top and there aren't really any other characters in the Star Wars movies like that. You know, Yoda definitely has some goofy moments. The Ewoks kind of straddle that line. There are some people <laughs> who think, oh, they're just Muppets. But, like, I never had a problem with the Ewoks. But um, I didn't have any problem with Yoda either. No, no. But, um, but Jar Jar was just so over-the-top fucking ridiculous that I think it just took people out of the movie. I... I, and I, I can understand that. I agree with that. I did get a little bit frustrated with Yoda when you first meet him. In, I loved in, it. <laughs> I loved that he was like... In 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. Um, where, you know, I felt the same way that Luke did, where he was like, just go the fuck away. Like, yeah. just leave me alone, you bastard. Yeah. Stop poking me and messing with my stuff. Yeah. Like, that whole that whole type of thing, I, I understood. And then, I, I just think it would it would have made such a better movie. To know, like, to have that switch mm-hmm. where, um, you know, you find out that that he's actually been this character, like the, the the whole time, like he was he was a bad guy the whole time, yeah. And and then there would have been that fight scene between Jar Jar when he drops the act, obviously, yeah, of being an idiot. Um, there would be there would be a fight scene between Yoda and Jar Jar. That would have been awesome. I don't know. Honestly, I just don't know if you could do it just because Jar Jar was so fucking stupid and ridiculous. But he wasn't. I think he was. That's if but you I mean, took, like if even, you took even, this premise down the road, he was pretending just like Yoda was pretending to be an idiot and, and a, a bumbling sure. fool in the other, you know, in the um, older movies. Well, even just in his appearance, he was just a bumbling idiot, like like the long floppy ears and his hands and feet were oversized I just feel like it would have been, it would have, like, to have that moment where he suddenly turns, like, he's like, I'm a smart, nefarious, you know, malicious bad guy. I think it just would have been like, what? And and just, I I think my reaction and a lot of other people's would have been like, I don't know about this. I don't know how I feel about this. But I mean, like, I don't know. You might be right. At least you could at least, if, if they had done that, you could at least credit Lucas for trying to make him more interesting. That... I I don't know. I think that um when you put that puzzle piece in there and you replace what was with what should have been uh-huh. or what should have been with what was um it just the puzzle pieces fit so much better to me. It explains so much more. Like why is it that Dooku was such a force in in the second movie in in episode 2? Mm. But you don't even hear about him in episode 1 at all. Like not even a tiny bit. I don't know. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I've been in the shadows." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like that doesn't even make sense. I mean, it's certainly possible. It's just I I tend to dismiss theories like this because I treat them like conspiracy theories, to where it's really easy to take, like you know you you have, uh you have a puzzle and you're missing some pieces on it. I keep touching this fucking mic. Where are you hitting it? Uh, the back of it, just because my hands are. You know, I have jazz hands. Chopping the air. Yeah. Um, but, um, like, you have this puzzle and a few of the pieces missing. It's so easy to go in there and be like, it could be this piece. Or it could be this piece. That fits perfectly. It's just, it's too, like, our brains are made to do that. So yeah, I but feel I've, like it's it's just too easy to do that. I've I've heard theories on stuff, and I'll get about two minutes into you know, a, a theory 
on uh, YouTube or whatever. And mm-hmm. I go, this is a load of donkey shit. <laughs> and I just turn it off. Like yeah, I, ca- yeah. I cannot listen to how stupid this sounds. Yeah. Um, there was one that was interesting that came up uh, not too long ago about uh, Frozen. Did you hear about that one? I, I've heard tons of theories about Frozen. So, um, the is it the one that connects it to uh, Rapunzel? Yeah, but there's also well, it's already been confirmed that Rapunzel is in the movie. That she's, she's in, in the movie? she's in Frozen. She's in Frozen. When when um, there's the guests in line for the oh, that's right. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it. I've yeah. heard about that. She's she doesn't speak. They right, don't show right. her face. They just show her and the prince from the back of the head. And they talked they talked to Mandy Moore about it and she was like, Yeah, she's definitely in that movie. Oh wow. So um there's that. But yeah, yeah. they also the theory is is that how the parents died from Frozen was that they were on the trip to go to the wedding yes. Yes, from Tangled. Yep. And they said that it was um three years later from after their death was where Frozen takes place. Yeah, yeah. The crazy thing is, is that three years later, almost to the day, is when Frozen came out after Tangled came out. Oh, it was like November 25th is when one of them came out and the other one came out like November 28th. Yeah. So it was, you know, three years apart, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then there's also a part that that connects uh, Little Mermaid to it where they <laughs> say that, I haven't heard that when the ship from the girls from Frozen's parents died mm-hmm. when Ariel goes down and searches that first ship and she finds the fork Yeah, that the ship looks identical to the one that they left on. Huh. And they were like, oh, the storm is all these ships on the bottom of the ocean. But the, the she goes in and it's like, you know, fancy, fancy wear that's inside of it. It's not like pirate ship where it's just garbage and yeah, what, yeah. whatever. Um, that to me was kind of like, that was kind of floating the line a little bit where a I was like, bit, yeah. okay, all right, I can give you that if, like, you found, like, a mantelpiece somewhere where it sure. matched the same mantelpiece that's on the boat that was there. You were like, oh, or it was, like, SS, you know, Dingleberry, and then you find <laughs> out that it's the same boat. Yeah. Um. Then I could, then there was another one they were like, oh, um, Tarzan is her brother, is their brother. They they took the baby, you know, on the ship with them, and, yeah. and instead of drowning, the, the baby, you know, whatever... It floated floated into onto the the island or whatever it was yeah, yeah and i was like okay they're trying too hard <laughs> this is garbage <laughs> this is bullshit you know what they need to do disney needs to make like an avengers for like um for uh like some of those characters like you can have um anna and elsa you can have although i don't know what anna would do you just want them to be oh but then you could have powers um, yeah you, you could have the fight yeah you could have um rapunzel you could have uh, Moana, um, and then I'm sure maybe some other um, characters that yeah. have. Then you could have like an Avengers for little girls, and they would they would love it. <laughs> so weird. I'm gonna write that down. Although my my daughter likes the uh, the Marvel movies. Um, Thor is her favorite, and she was actually Thor for Halloween one year, and she looked perfect because at the time she had long blonde hair um and we got her a thor costume and it had um you know came with like a plastic mjolnir um and because you know she was small it actually looked like proportional 
the, this, right, the hammer. Right. So uh, she had the long blonde hair. We just painted like a like a beard on her. Yeah, it was and she looked good. she looked amazing. Yeah, like it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and she's so small framed yeah. that the muscles on her were ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um. So are we done with Rogue One? Yeah, I think so. Are we done with Star Wars? Sure. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The other thing I wanted to say was um, I recently uh, got, I don't know if it's, every once in a while, and I'm sure this happens to you a lot, that, and you probably do it more often than I do, mm. that there are certain movies that you just have to watch again. Like, uh, yeah, like I, I, have a, I have a whole bunch of movies. Mm. I'll watch them once every three years or something. Yeah, yeah. But there's one movie, there's you know one or two or three movies that you have to watch at least once a year. Yeah, at Braveheart's least. one. Braveheart's one for me. Really? I have to watch it like at I least. I don't even once a year. own it. Yep. I I have to. Once a year at least. So I got um we were talking about Quentin Tarantino mm. and uh I had to go back through um Kill Bill again. Oh. Uh both of them? Yeah. Yeah. You have to watch both of them. Yeah, yeah. You do. It's so um I didn't watch them back to back, but I watched one one day and then the other one like Man, two days I later seen or those whatever. In a dog age. So I I have these LED things in the back of my TV now that yeah. project the colors on the, the wall behind the TV. It's supposed to, I, I guess they say there's some kind of like eye health benefit where hmm. um, the screen is so bright, but the room is so dark, but having like a backlight kind of spreads out the light or something. It's supposed to help with the strain, but that's not the reason I got it. I got yeah, it cause yeah. it's badass, and um, I like playing video games with it and, and all kinds of stuff. But, I wanted to watch a movie like that mm-hmm. where there's the colors are so bright. Yeah. The artistry in it, whether it's black and white or, yeah. um, you know, old style Kung Fu look to it. Um, it, uh, like when you see, uh, Pai Pei or Pai, whatever her master, the Kung Fu master or whatever. Um, oh, I can't remember. They kind of show like a grainy, like, um, eight seventies uh, type of look to it. Yep. Um, you know, I wanted to watch that again, and I love the sound in them. Um, that mo- those movies. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I have my nice surround sound system, and um, I don't think I've I didn't. This is the first time I watched it since I got the new um receiver, mm. and so I wanted to kind of like just listen to all of that stuff, and um, I I've been watching um. I've been saying um a lot. My my brain is poo today. It's poo mush in my head. I can't think of anything. Uh watching like trilogies and like sequel movies. Right. So right. I watched the Matrix movies, all three of them. I watched uh the first three uh Indiana Jones. Mm, yeah. I opted out of the fourth. Yeah. I wanted it to be good. I wanted it to be good. I don't believe people when they say that movies are bad because I I want to see it for myself. Sure, yeah, yeah. And it would it could have been good as it is without them saying that it was aliens. Yeah, that like I was already like, eh. The movie this itself movie is, it's not it's not really grabbing me, but then that moment I was just like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm out. Yep, that's what that's what I did. I was like Hands up. Yep. I'm walking out. I'm done. I'm done with this. Yeah. Uh, 
I was good enough with the whole um, super religious background stuff of the, you know, um, Holy Grail and sure, yeah. the the um, the Ark and stuff like that. That 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 was fine enough for me. But well, that's the thing. Like all of those movies had sort of like they were in that supernatural realm. And yeah, as soon as me, you put it into like, as soon as you put it into fiction. the sci-fi, it was just like, no, 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 no. This is weird. You yeah. made it weird. Yeah, definitely. And like, it, like I said, it wasn't a great movie up until that point, anyway. So. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They also had like the Russian woman that was in that that she it was would Kate f- Blanchett. Right. And yeah. she'd fall out of the accent constantly. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And f- you're such a good actress. Like, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He will not divide us. I don't even know that part. Oh, my God. Like, oh, okay. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, this is total tangent. but. Sh- oh, you're talking about the um, his, just his, do it? His anti-Trump thing. Like, he, oh, he does this that. live cast. Uh, okay. It started, I think, shortly after... Um, inauguration day or it might have been on inauguration day but he he set up like a live cast i think it was on or a a live stream i think it was on facebook live um where he and i think it was called like he will not divide us and it was basically like him in front of this camera like and like just in a public place and i don't even know exactly what the purpose of it was but at some point some trump supporter uh, came over and was sort of like taking the piss out of it. Um, so like <laughs> Shia, Shia was like doing, I think he was like dancing a little bit and like there was some music in the background and he just kept saying like, he will not divide us. And the Trump supporters started like mocking him. Like not like, not like totally egregiously, like aggressively, but you know, kind of like, you know, hey, we're having fun here. And then Shia like, he like he got just basically an ass hair away from assaulting the guy, like screaming in his face, going, "He will divide us." Um, and since then he's set up these uh sort of live streams. Um, eventually, like he had to stop announcing where he was going to do them in public because people kept uh trolling him, and so he. Gee, I wonder why. Well, and then the here's the here's the funny part. Um, at some at a certain. Uh, at some point, he it, it always has a flag. Like he has this flag. Uh, he know he he will not divide us flag, and um, he just took a picture of the flag, like f- like uh, uh, pointed to the sky. So all you saw was the flag and the sky, and posted that online because he's like, you know, uh, I'm not telling you where I am anymore because you know. People, people fuck my shit up. Dicks. Well, the fucking Reddit autists <laughs> um, took the sky, you know, like basically they figured out like, um, so I think first how it happened, it was uh, they looked on his other social media and noted that he uh, was in some restaurant in this state. And then they took the picture of the flag in the sky and they used like star charts or something <laughs> And like longitude and latitude to pinpoint where it was, and they found it, and they fucking took it down. (laughs) So like, there's a part in the like on the video you could probably find it on YouTube in the live stream where you see all of a sudden the flag just starts coming down, 
And then what comes back up is a fucking Make America Great Again hat <laughs> on top of the flagpole. That's amazing. I know. And like Shia LaBeouf, man, he must be going like, he must be like one foot in the insane asylum at this point. Just because it's driving him so crazy. Well, he he is pretty insane, but that yeah. is hilarious <laughs> that somebody would go that far just to troll someone. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that that's too much. That's too much for me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, trilogy movies. Yeah. So, um, I know it's not a trilogy yet, but uh, Kill Bill, it's it still holds up. It still holds up. I was surprised at um, what other movies did I watch? There was something else I watched that. I've been watching movies recently that are highly, um, what am I thinking the word, uh, people, people hold such so highly and that I've Very never esteemed. seen, right. That I've yeah. never seen before. Mm. Cause I, I'm kind of embarrassed about my movies that I haven't seen. Right. 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 I haven't seen Godfather. I haven't seen Scarface. Oh my God, dude. I was actually going to say like, if you bring up the Godfather and you say you don't like it, I'm going to leap over this table and kill you never seen it i just Dude, I, I fell you, asleep in the first watching the first one and then we just never picked you definitely got to be in the right mindset to watch it it's it's you know you gotta you gotta sit there and commit to it you know because it's long and it's it's slow you know but the thing Ayo. is <laughs> um but man it that <laughs> the <laughs> I first i could do that the first two movies are like it's art like it is hundred percent art like they're just so fucking well made i remember the last time i watched them was um uh i watched the first two right before my wedding and then i watched three on my honeymoon and i mean three is okay it's it definitely does not hold up to the other two but it's watchable but um man like one and two are just so damn good i just remember thinking like god damn but yeah, so those you definitely got to watch and just go into it with that frame of mind. Like, okay, like th- this is not a fast paced movie and you got to kind of commit to it's it. It's very story dense. Yes. Yes. But it's, Which I don't, so I don't have good. a problem. I don't have a problem with that, but yeah. you're right. I have to be in the right mindset for Absolutely. that. Like I'm a very much uh, an action type of person where I want. Yeah. It's got to grab my attention. Yeah. I like, I like a lot of action stuff, but I can appreciate movies that are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, very story thick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen a lot of um movies like that. But I've been watching their older movies. Like mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd never seen um Blade Runner before. Oh man, I love that movie. And I watched it, and it didn't do it for me. Which version did you watch? Did you watch the director's cut or the theatrical version? I don't know. Okay. Um, was there a voiceover from Deckard? Um, periodically throughout the movie. I think so. Okay, because I think that's the theatrical version, and the director's cut. There's no voiceover, and I actually think it's better without. Without, yeah i i I couldn't figure out why it didn't do it for me. Like, what about it? Like, did it not hold up? Or I was it think, just expectations? I, maybe. Well, I didn't like really just, have any. I didn't really have any. I mean, but the thing is, it's like it's it's such a cult classic movie. Like, it's so. Highly held. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like I can understand like going into it like getting you know like all right, blow me away, and then being like, meh. You know, I actually, um, and I'm probably gonna get people who are gonna yell at me about this, but I, if anybody even listens to this, we've been babbling about movies forever. But um, part of it, I think, is the character 
that Harrison Ford plays mm-hmm. bothers me. How so? He's he's kind of a pussy, and in most of his movies, you can even take away him as Han Solo. Mm-hmm. You can take him away as Indiana Jones. Um, how about uh, Air Force One? Sure, like just take another movie that he's done, and he's almost always played this suave, handsome, like or maybe not even suave, just um overly sexualized and yeah yeah and just badass just i'll kick you down a flight of steps and hit you in the head with a hammer like just kick your ass and i felt like the entire movie up until the fight scene at the end he's just he's like combing his hair off to the side and like i a very bland character yeah but but super vanilla do you know the big secret He's a replicant. What? Yeah. How did we find that out? Now, um, the director, he, he, he said it because it's it was theorized for years and years, and he was finally came out and he was like, "Yes, he's a replicant." Now, here's the interesting part. Um, did you know that the sequel's coming out? I believe next year. Yes. I've seen the teaser for the for the sequel. He's in it, and obviously Harrison Ford is old now, so I'm wondering. Okay, if he's a replicant, why did he get old? Yeah, exactly. So is he like a special kind of replicant? So I'm I'm hoping they address that and they don't just like try to rewrite, you know, yeah, what he said. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. But um no, I I I mean I understand the you know how you feel, but I I really like that movie. Um what was another one that I was going to say? There was <laughs> I had a thought when watching this and I this like I said I knew nothing about this movie and I watched it recently and I still barely know anything about this movie um and and you may think I'm a dumbass for saying this but does that movie loosely at all have anything to do with the world like is it set in the world or time frame I don't know how to say this without coming off like a jackass. So I'm just going to say it <clears throat> with fifth element. I got this very fifth element type vibe from it when I watched it, like the flying cars that they all had. Right. Right. Seemed very similar uh, to, to the car that, uh, the taxi cab that, uh, Bruce Willis drives. Right. As far as I know, there's no, there's like, no connection. There's no connection. Now, I, now it's very possible that, um, the filmmakers for Fifth Element were just inspired by that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny you bring up Fifth Element because uh, such a good movie. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the director, he's he's uh, he just made another movie that's very Fifth Element esque, sort of like futuristic sci fi crazy action. I can't remember what. I think it starts with a V, but um, it looks very like Fifth Elementy, and I'm like, hmm. I'm 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 interested because I love the fifth element. I think I should watch that one holds up. That one I think I need to watch again because I don't think I've watched it since since I was a true adult and Cubby. need to watch need to watch Multipass. I need to watch it again. Oh my just god! To, what was, uh, there was a part. There's a part uh, where like I fucking died every single time. Oh yeah, it's where um, it's in the um, like when they're on the the cruise ship. And in the opera, and after the um, oh yeah yeah the 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 bad guys come shooting in and everything, and um, 
Oh God, what was Chris Tucker's name in that movie? Uh, I don't fucking know. You could make it up. Rudy, I think Rudy yeah. something. But anyway, Chris Tucker, he's like, um, you know, he's creeping up over, and he's like, "Call me, call me, my man." There's uh, there's one coming in, and then like, um, I think a few more come in. He was like, "Oh shit, there's three of them." I don't know why, but that <laughs> line like that fucking killed me every time I watched that movie. He's he's a character in himself. Oh my God, I know. With any movie you see him in, yeah. he he always plays. Okay, I can't say always, but um, the Rush Hour kind of got played out. Like Rush Hour three was like, it was enjoyable, but at the same time, it was kind of like, yeah, you threw this together, yeah, because you knew that it was gonna make money. The first one was great. The second one was pretty good too. But yeah, the third one just felt kind of like, hey, let's make money again. Um, what other movie did I watch? I just had I just had a thought of. Of something I watched. Oh, um, I had only seen the first uh, Resident Evil movie, and oh, I had yeah. I had the first three. I have them. Like I bought them. Yeah. Um, when I got my PlayStation Three, um, you know the Blu-ray player in it, um, somebody was getting rid of their Blu-ray player or yeah. whatever it was, and he was like, "Hey, do you ten bucks a piece or whatever, yeah. or five dollars for these movies?" And I was like, "All right, I'll take Spider-Man. I'll take." The you know these three Resident Evil movies, I think that's the way that worked. Mm-hmm. I don't know the time; it, it doesn't matter. But um, so I bought them cheap. I didn't. Even, I had the plastic on them still for most of them. Yeah. So I threw in the first one, and I know I've watched it before. Yeah, yeah. But it was completely different than I remember it, hmm. and I don't know what that was about. Um, I liked. I I've. I've enjoyed watching the the second and third one as well, mm. which I don't know how how you feel about it or how people feel about it. I don't really like go through uh, mm. fan pages or anything like that to find out what the crap first the talk. first one I like. Um, I liked the first time I saw it, um, and then I've I've watched it. I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but I watched it again. Not within the past five years. And I mean, like it's still fun as long, you know, if you turn your brain off and you just kind of like ignore the cringy bad acting, um, you know, it's, it's a fun movie. I hated two. Two is just so fucking bad, uh, and corny. Um, and three, I honestly don't remember much of three. I just remember being like, meh. Um, and then I got halfway through four and was like, fuck this. I'm done with this, this franchise. Yeah, um, I don't. What was two about that you hated so much? I don't. Uh, I recently watched two, it, and I'm terrible with my memory. Two was, stuff. I think, took place in the city, um, where it was like, um, I mean, it's been so. I saw it once in the theater, um, but yeah, it took place in the city, and it was just so. Oh, and they so had um, bad, they had that like, other main character girl in it. Yeah, um, Alice maybe. No, she remember. was Alice. Oh, that's right. The yeah. other one was like Jane Valentine or something like that. Yeah. yeah she had God, a, it was just like every bad trope that you could think of was in this movie. And it was just like, I couldn't do it. Nah, it was okay to me. I like watching as the movies go on the progression of destruction. Yeah. I, I think that's nice that they kind of, um, you see how civilization is normal. Then it gets abnormal. Um, you see, like in the second movie, you see the panic that that it now is ensued, and um, that 
people are dying and they they're reporting it on the news and yeah. stuff like that that it's finally you know it's getting out in places by the third movie it's desert land uh mad max type yeah um and you know i haven't watched but it seems like it's only really contained in the u.s mm-hmm. because the next thing is that you see that they go to japan yeah um was that in four that's the begin. i only watched the very very beginning of four but yeah that's i got halfway that's through it, it and like i just i remember virtually nothing from it um three got weird when you find out that they were making clones of her. Yeah. And that she's teaming up with her clones to yeah. do We're coming for you. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, well, now I need to see four to see how where this is going. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm a judge and I'll, go, I'll allow it. Where is this going? Yeah. But um that's actually Mad Max is another one. Fury Road? All of them. Oh never, yeah, yeah. I had never seen any oh, of them. Oh really? Not a fan. Of any of them? not really the first one is definitely like the first one kind of reminded me of el mariachi yeah it gave me the same feeling yeah yeah where you could tell very cheaply made and right well not not just that but like i would like to say that it was very story driven but i feel like there wasn't like it was watered down story anyway yeah yeah so you you kind of like it i will say that the movie made you feel for him yeah yeah like it made you feel things like it wasn't i don't i don't know how to describe it it is it was it just lets you feel more than it explained things. yeah yeah um i love the road warrior the second one second one um, was better i um, love it just because it's it's almost like such an anti-Hollywood movie. You know, you have this this main character who barely speaks. Yeah. Um, you know, back when Mel Gibson was like fucking awesome. <laughs> um and you know, you and it's like so many people die throughout the movie. It's so dirty and grubby. That's and, what I expected from all of them. When yeah. I when I started to watch it, I was like, I mean, oh, like post apocalyptic, dirty and grubby. Yeah, the second one was really good. Yeah. Uh, the Beyond Thunderdome. I I like yeah. Beyond Thunderdome. I know a lot of people have issues with it, but I I liked it. It seems really weird. It definitely got weird, but you know what? Um, I think the the reason it did was um the director uh the same guys directed all of them. However. Uh, I I believe it was either in the middle of shooting the third one or early on. Um, I can't remember who, but I think one of the crew members died, like in a freak accident, like during the filming, and the the director was very close to him, and he took it really hard, and he basically had to step down from directing. Um, so the rest of the movie was made with this, you know, this uh. Uh, new director who I think was just uh, maybe like one of the the guys already working on the movie so that might explain some of the weirdness of the story um, and how like you know why did it go in this weird direction but um, I don't know I still enjoyed it but I, I can understand why some people don't I mean that's another one of those movies that was like um, another series of movies that was like Resident Evil where it starts off where things are normal. 
Mm-hmm. And something happens yeah. that they don't really... They don't exactly explain what happened. I mean, they they basically just, you know, they allude to World War Three right. and oil becomes very scarce. And right. But you can see how it goes from one stage to the next stage yeah, yeah. to the next stage. Um, Fury Road, I liked, I liked a lot. Fury Road, to me, was pretty awful. Really? Um, I feel like there was... I feel like I got the griminess that I wanted from like the original mm-hmm. um, and then you kind of got from two and three, but I felt like his character wasn't great. Um, I feel like his reasoning, it's been, it's been a couple months since I've seen it and I only mm-hmm. watched it the one time. So um, I, I don't know. I've, I definitely, I, I don't mean, know. There were part that like, I feel like, Yay for women. Like I I sure, get that. Yeah, yeah. Um the situation that they were put in, awful. They should have been rescued. Mm. I just feel like it was overly that. Like you could have said that it was an offshoot of right. a Mad Max movie and took him completely out of it. And I it would have been I think it would have made it better, actually. If you would have just said that um What's her name was? Ah, uh, fuck, Charlize Theron. Right. What let's just let's name? just say let's just say how about this? What if there was a huge twist mm-hmm. to the movie, and that it was an offshoot movie of Mad Max, and you find out that uh, because at the end of the movie, at the end at the end of one of them, the buddy helicopter guy, yeah, from yeah, it, yeah, he says that he was never seen again and he died or whatever. Yeah. He left our village and he died. Right. Just leave it there. He died. Now, what if... I can't remember. Did he have a boy or a girl baby? Who? Uh, Mad, Mad Max, when the his oh, child remember. died and his remember. wife died. Well, let's just say that that was a girl, a little girl. Right. And Charlize Theron was actually his daughter. Now, how how much better would that movie have been if you just had him out of the movie and you just had her... As some rogue badass woman who decided that she was going to do that that thing, that to me would have been he could have he could not if he wasn't in that movie. The movie to me would have been better. It, I, I, will, I was going to say it was just the same, but it wasn't yeah. just the same. Like his character brought almost nothing. I will I will admit that um, I I like Tom Hardy a lot. So um, do I. But I will, and I was excited that he was going to be Mad Max because like oh like he I think he could do that. But I will say I was a little disappointed that um, they didn't give him more more of a role as Mad Max. Like he kind of just grunted and you know murmured a lot. But and I mean like you know Max was never a very um, you know a very uh, talkative, talkative guy. But like it it seems like they made a con. It's almost like they made a conscious effort to make him barely speak at all in the movie and i i don't know if maybe they were trying to hide the fact that it's like not mel gibson but you know and just kind of keep people you know and if he was basically just supposed to be sort of a glorified stand-in but i I feel like at that point it's like no you have a good actor who can do this let him do it so i will say that i understand that yeah, um, I was I, a little disappointed about that. That was the movie where he went back and he murdered all those people, and he comes back and he was like, 
this, you know, like, are you hurt? And he was like, no, this isn't my blood or, or whatever it was. Was that, was that Fury Road? Maybe I can't remember where he tells them to wait and he goes back and they like make an explosion and there's all this dust and stuff and he goes and then he washes himself off with mother's milk. Yeah. So that was that movie. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that part was pretty badass just to be like, Oh yeah. But I was expecting that later in the movie too, Mm -hmm. where he was just murking people left and right. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't ever really get that from him. You got the closest thing you got to an awesome fight scene with him, in my opinion, was when he was fighting Charlize Theron. Yeah. Yeah. And you know he, you know, they're fighting for the gun and and, yeah. and all that. I I think his that character, not not him as an actor, that character just brought nothing to the movie. I I, I like the movie, but I will say I think it could have been better. Could you? I mean, would it have changed the movie at all? Do you think if if Charlize's character was the one who went into the mist or whatever and defeated all his people and came back blood covered? It wouldn't have changed anything. Not really, no. But you would have been like, she's a badass chick. Like, she sure. went in there and she marked all these people and then just continued to push these girls on. Yeah, yeah. Like, it... Do, I mean, I mean you she, get what I'm saying? she was more of a main character than Max was. Yeah. And, I mean, that might have been a conscious decision. It but def- then definitely it was. raises the question of, like, all right, then why have Max in here at all? So, I see your point. <clears throat> um, Have you watched anything good recently? trying to think well okay just today i've um uh i've really been slacking on my tv watching um i used to uh for a while i would watch i would pick a show and then i would watch it during my lunch hour at work um and i kind of gravitated towards animes because they're like 20 minutes long so i could watch two episodes um but um i've kind of like i finished can't remember what I finished. I finished something a while ago, um, and then I just kind of stopped watching stuff. And uh, that's really the only time I get to watch stuff like on my own. So I haven't watched much. But you know, today I finally got like time to watch some stuff. So I watched um, on Amazon Prime. Uh, there's a show. There's only one episode so far. Uh, it's called Oasis. Um, and it's a sci-fi show. Um, it's kind of hard to describe. It's basically about like, um, and I hit the mic again. Um, Is there anything we can do to fix that so that you cut don't... my hands off? <laughs> um, uh, basically, it's like it's in this dystopian future. The Earth is overpopulated, and resources are running running out. And um, they're, oh, so like today? Yeah, pretty much. Only it's like, you know what what we will become. Um, while Trump is in office, <laughs> um, and and then there's there's this um colony on another planet called Oasis. I can't remember if the planet's Mars or if it's just a planet they don't uh they don't specifically say. I don't think it was Mars. Um, but um, there's this colony called Oasis, and it's supposed to be this this like you know sort of um enlightened atheistic science-based colony you know where like you know only the smart people go to uh and then weird shit starts to happen and they bring uh the the guy in charge 
uh, brings in this uh, a priest with sort of a checkered past. Um, and I'm intrigued, you know? I, I was like, all right, impress me. And I was impressed. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm on board. So now, like, there's only one episode right now, so I'm not entirely sure how they're going to do that, if maybe it'll come out on, like, a weekly basis or something. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's but weird. I liked that. And then I watched um, uh, the first episode of Into the Badlands, um, which came out, I think, a couple of years ago on AMC. And I remember seeing previews for it and thinking, like, that looks really interesting. It's got, like, martial arts and stuff. Hmm. Um, and I watched the first episode of that, and I was like, all right, this is interesting, so I'll keep watching that. Um, Movie-wise, I haven't... I, I don't get much of a chance to watch the kinds of movies I like to watch just because I, I can't, I just, I never have the extra money to go to the theater. Um, and you know, uh, I don't get a whole lot of like time to just watch movies by myself. So if I'm watching a movie, it's gotta be something that I can watch with my wife and my daughter. So, you know, the more R rated movies I have to kind of wait for, um, but um, I think last weekend, uh, excuse me, we watched Pete's Dragon, um, the live action mm. version, and uh, it's actually like it wasn't bad. Um, I I liked, I think what what I liked about it, what struck me the most was that it did not feel like, I mean, I think it's a Disney movie, but it didn't feel like your typical. Disney feel good family movie. Was it darker? I wouldn't say darker, but it just it kind of had a rawness to it. Um, you know, like uh, and and mostly through emotion. You know, because like Pete is this you know almost feral kid who's been living in the wilderness with this dragon, and like, but the but like it doesn't it it never feels fantastical. Like, it always feels grounded in reality. And, I mean, like, there are some moments here and there where it's sort of like, ooh, you know, but, um, and sort of by the numbers, but, um, I don't even know what I mean by saying, ooh, but, uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I was impressed by how tangible it felt, you know, it felt like I could relate to the characters, you know, and, and Pete, I felt like Pete they 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 made a good they did a good job portraying him as just totally disconnected from you know civilization and having to adjust to that uh once he kind of gets discovered and then also having his relationship with this dragon uh factor into that so I I enjoyed it and I and I will not I will not uh be ashamed to admit that it kind of made me tear up so actually when watching uh kill bill this last time watching um watching the scene when beatrix sees bb for the first time mm-hmm. and they're having a squirt gun fight or whatever yeah and she says bang mommy you're dead yeah and her realization and the reaction she has, the acting that she does, and then in the in the middle of her tearing up, 
and you know tears rolling down her face he says to her mommy you're dead yeah and you know she grabs her chest and over yeah. and does overacting and falls on the floor or whatever that that kind of got me Uma Thurman like I mean she's done, she, she's done some pretty weird roles before sure, that, but that like, were not great people don't give her like I, I just feel like people don't give her credit and I'm sure you can find other movies where she's been you know really good but man those movies the Kill Bill movies especially the second one like in that moment she does some serious fucking acting yeah like you know like she I, I really feel like she straddled that line perfectly between um, moments of being a total fucking badass um, and also... Very vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. That's the perfect word for it. I was trying to figure it out, but absolutely. Yeah. You know, like um, um, like where she's buried alive. Oh that's my God. probably my biggest fear in life. <laughs> Is is the thought of being buried alive? Um, that whole scene, like I don't that I could see if somebody was claustrophobic, getting very uncomfortable. I, I get uncomfortable watching it because I am claustrophobic. But that, that scene would even make me feel uncomfortable that way. Yeah. But the whole scene of where you go from her being able to see to the yep. her not being able to see yep. to there's no sound except for dirt hitting the top. Yep. That it was super powerful. Yeah, yeah. In that, um, and the scene where she, like, even at the part where she does the the five finger, yeah, yeah, you know, palm of death or whatever, yeah, whatever. And um, you know, they both realize that it's it's over. Yeah, it's done. And and um, even even that her acting where she's there's a cross between her. Being able to, she finally got her vengeance, and realizing that, um, I don't know that there could have potentially been a life f- that was somewhat normal for the three of them. Yeah. Um, and then all of the people that she had to kill to get to where she was, and do what she had to do, or felt that she needed to do, um, and then. Th- through throughout the end of the movie after that yeah you just get this sense of like terrible loss and gratification yeah yeah um the, the very last scene in the movie is when they're i guess in mexico i guess is what you're supposed to think is they're in mexico somewhere and she's in the laying on the bathroom floor yeah crying and laughing yeah at the same time like she she it was kind of like a win-win for her, I guess, in the end, yeah. kind of, because not only did she get her vengeance, but she also got to keep her daughter. Yeah, yeah. So that the acting in that and the story in that was super powerful. It, it really, yeah. Um, where were we with this before that? Um, did you hear that there was plans of making a third one? Yeah, I mean, I heard that a while ago, but... Um, I haven't heard anything since. And I, I mean, you know, it's Quentin Tarantino. You can never count him out. But uh, do you think you that know. he would consider that to be his final movie? Because he says he's only doing one more or whatever. Did he really? He said that? I think he said he was going to round off at 10. And that huh. was it. He was doing a 10 set. 
of movies and um, then he's done. It's certainly possible. But I don't know if Kill Bill 1 and 2 counted as 1 and 2 or the reason that he called them volumes was because they were chapters. Well, in- I think originally he made it to be one movie and then he was like, nah, people aren't going to want to sit through a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. So um, I guess the premise of the movie is that Nikki, the daughter yes, of... that's what I've heard too. Cottonmouth? Whatever, remember. whatever her code name was, right? Yeah, copper. Was it Vivica Fox? Yeah, yes. Um, her daughter when she when she's when Standing the daughter in the kitchen, right? Yep. She says, "When you get older, yep. If you still feel sorry about it, come find me. I'll be waiting for you." Yeah, I I don't know how to feel about it because you don't want Beatrix to be the villain because that's who that would be. Yeah, yeah. Like you never even met um Bill, you know. Until the end of the movie. Right. And you hated him. Yep. And you don't know the reasons he did what he did. You don't know. I mean, still, it ended up not being that great of a reason anyway. But, you know, you don't really know anything about him. So would this movie kind of be that same way where she just goes? I mean, I don't know who she would even fight. Yeah, I don't know. Is it like a where's Waldo type of thing where she she's going through? Like, I don't. I don't see any depth in it. It, it. I don't think it would feel the same. I mean, who knows? It's Quentin Tarantino, so uh, he could have 20 tricks up his sleeve. So, um, yeah. I have not seen his latest one, The Hateful Eight. Um, I was going to talk to you about it. I did just notice that it is on, I think, Amazon Prime, so I'm probably going to watch it soon. I, I don't want to talk about it then. D- all right, just... All right. Um... I I fucking loved Django Unchained. I don't think I've watched the whole thing. Oh my god, man, that movie is so. I, st- fucking I started good. watching it on my phone on a plane trip back from Arizona. Yeah, and uh, my phone died uh, middle of the way through, and so I was like, oh, I'll pick it up later, and I just never did. I mean, I went in expecting to like it, and I was like, I did not think I was going to like this movie as much as I did. I do have a one slight issue with Quentin Tarantino. In that I am all for uber powerful black folk. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine with me. That doesn't bother me. But I feel like he uh takes he takes it a little too far in that he throws the end bomb. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah, I've heard that criticism before. I don't really give a shit, honestly. I don't, I don't, I, it only bothers me when he is in the movie himself. Oh, and he's saying And it. he's the one saying it. Yeah. Like, he's using the fact that he's in a movie and that he's not a real person. He's a character right. that he's playing to get away with, with doing that, with being able to make it, I don't know. I feel well, like I it's know. a loophole. I, I don't like making words off limits. But Neither do I, really. Um, but generally, but they're that is that word though. He's <laughs> not going to change that. There aren't many words that uh, you just kind of go, and that is one of those words. I just, I, I don't know. I think that it's like even now as an adult, like on the rare occasion that I say it, you know, just like I, I never, I've never called anybody, you know. But no, I've never ever, especially not. But with, if I'm with like the hard R, no, <laughs> no, that's the hardest R you could put in a word uh, in the English language. <laughs> but um, 
you know, like I've said it before, like in referencing things and stuff like that. And even then it feels naughty. You know, it feels like I could be arrested for this or something. Yeah, it does. Up yours, nigger. (laughs) (laughs) I almost forgot that I had that. And then you have to play. After that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you got anything else? Um, we're at an hour 36. Hour 36? Um, I don't remember where I was going with that because I, I will say, uh, said, I said something about something and then I went into Kill Bill and I don't know I why you, I went back. You were back. talking about movies that you've been rewatching. Yeah, that's that was before that though. Because um, then you went into, I asked you about your stuff mm-hmm. and then I went into Kill Bill. That's right. I was trying to think of movies that I've seen lately. Um, I, oh, I didn't. No, never mind. I didn't see this recently. It was a while ago, but um, a movie that has consistently gotten hate that I thought was okay was Suicide Squad. Um, it definitely was not as good as I was hoping it was gonna be, but like I didn't hate it. I thought it was okay. Like it's, I mean, um, you can definitely criticize it for being like too fast paced, and you you really get no time to really marinate with the characters. Um, but I mean, like, if you just turn your brain off, it's a fun movie. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. But uh, man, like, I, I haven't... That movie is just... People love to hate that movie. Yeah. Well, I think that they felt betrayed. They wanted it to be so good. I and, think so, too. And, and people love shit like, oh, Jared Leto's J- Joker. It's like, whatever. He was all right. Oh, I love I mean, that Joker. No Joker's ever going to be as good as Heath Ledger. Get over it. Yeah, no, you're right. But but I don't mind the different incarnations of. No, of I don't it. either. It, in I fact, think it's I a thought, cool modern a modern twist on. Yeah, and I thought like, look, from now until the end of time, Heath Ledger's Joker is going to be like the point. Yes, so you might as well just do something different completely. And I'm glad that Jared Leto did something different with his Joker. So, I don't have a problem with it. Have and I and I do like the fact that he was not in the movie, like, all that much. And I've heard that criticism's like, he's barely in the movie. It's like, I'm fine with that. I heard that they, they took him out. Um, they took, possible. They took parts of... Because originally they they said that it was um, too serious, that the movie was way serious. I and did hear that not, they did reshoots to kind of uh, put in some more right. comedic. I think that they they um, they Honestly, cut him a lot out of the movie. I feel like it could have been better if it was more serious, but whatever. But then again, I think that was one of the big issues with Batman versus Superman. Uh, Kevin Smith said it nicely, man. That movie is fucking dark. And I mean, like, I like dark movies, but there is no comic relief in never, that movie. Never watched it. Batman vs. Superman? Yeah. I, I want to watch it again. I don't think I ever even got all the way through Superman or Man of Steel. Man of Steel? Or... I liked Man of Steel. I, I, I will admit I liked Man of Steel. Um, um, And I know some people have a problem with the fact that he kills Zod at the end, but whatever. Fuck it. Um... But yeah, Batman vs. Superman, I, I want to watch it again because the, f- the only time I've watched it, it was kind of a shitty copy. Um, but um, it wasn't awful, but man, it was a mess. 
Okay, so you were just talking about jokers. Yeah. So if you want to get real technical for a minute, this is the 19, what is it, 1960s yeah, version. Romero. And he's got a little mustache. Yes, he refused to shave it. So they painted over it. So this is awful. Like, <laughs> it's it's dog shit. Um, so if if you Dude, really want to get into show. the different, like he's wearing a proper suit. Mm-hmm. He, the way he talked, like everything about him is not anything close to what we have today as our jokers. No, no, but it was just the standards were so different back then. No. So I think back you can then, also say the same thing about refreshing the idea of Joker being a punk. Yeah. Having this punk look and feel to him. The the green hair. Yeah, yeah. The tattoos everywhere, which they this is the first time they ever really had tattoos on, yeah. on Joker. And the teeth. The teeth. Um By the way, by the way, I would I was just gonna say, like, I had this thought, man, I would love to go back in time. And show, uh, like the audience of the of, the, of that old Batman show, like, hey, watch the Dark Knight. <laughs> I feel like their minds would explode. They like they would see Heath Ledger's Joker, and they would be like, oh, they'd all have heart attacks. Oh, so good. I know. I, I think that I can just take away the other two of that trilogy and just watch that one forever. Yeah. Like I don't need, I don't need, no, you I don't really need it. Don't, and I mean, like they're both good on their own, but yeah, man, Dark Knight is just like that's one of those rare movies that just it hit every note, yeah, right it's, in the right spot. It's perfect. Like there's nothing wrong with it, and it's just god damn, it's so fucking good. <laughs> that's another one that I'll pop in from time to time. Once, I haven't once watched a year. it in forever, once and honestly, I think it honestly it's because. Uh, my wife does not want my daughter to see it yet just because the Joker is so intense. Um, and I've gone back and forth on whether I agree with that or not. Cause on one hand eight, you know, my kid is, she's, she's pretty tough. You know I mean? Like she'll watch movies and occasionally she'll get scared by something, but she gets over it. But on the other hand, it's like, I don't think she's ever seen anything like that. Where like the Joker, where the psychological terror of it is so intense. So I don't know. Maybe it would be better to wait until she's like thirteen. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to scar her. Or at least ten, which is next year. Or no, it's this year. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I never had a filter when I was a kid. Like yeah. I watched anything my mom was watching which oh yeah my dad rated R yeah. stuff the first um didn't, didn't matter first rated R movie I remember watching was aliens I was gonna say and aliens dad, was a was a big one that's another but one my mom was very much forever. into to vampire stuff so mm-hmm. there was a lot of like big tittied white women getting bit with their boobs out speaking of aliens I was gonna actually talk to you about that but I didn't know if you wanted to do it in in this one or if you wanted to wait Oh my god, dude! Like, okay, I'm I'm so torn because. What do you think of Prometheus? Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, initially, I was super disappointed with Prometheus. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, did this... you did you know going in that it was part of that uh, whole thing? 
No, I didn't. Okay, um, neither did I. So, and I, I was hoping, I was like, man, I hope they make another movie because some, because there are a lot of unanswered questions. How, so here's, here's, okay, here's how I feel about it now. I've gone back and watched Prometheus a couple of times and there is some, there's still some minor things that are just like, oh, that's kind of corny, but whatever. Other than that. I, it's it's a decent movie. I mean, like visually, it's gorgeous. I, I think Ridley Scott is just he's just got an eye for. It, it definitely is a fantastic looking. Yeah, yeah. He's movie. just he's amazing with visuals. Um, the acting is, yeah, but um, and you know the weirdness of it is is pretty cool. I I just love weird shit. Um, I love it when movies aren't afraid to just be fucking weird and gross. Um. So, um, so how I feel about it now is basically, okay, how I feel about Prometheus is contingent on how I feel about Alien Covenant, because I'm expecting Alien Covenant to fill in a lot of those gaps. Um, now, I won't be shocked, and I'm kind of half expecting not all of the questions to be answered, because that's just... Holly, you know, people love to do that in movies. They're like, we're not going to answer all your fucking questions because we just like to be coy. But as long as they explain a couple of things, like what the fuck that black goo is, then I'll be fine, you know? And on its own, Alien Covenant looks like it could be good. Um... It looks like it could be fucked up, which is which is what I wanted Prometheus to be. I wanted Prometheus to be fucked up. And it 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 was in certain respects, but it wasn't as fucked up as I it was hoping it was going to be. So I'm really hoping Alien Covenant will just be like be you know, Ridley Scott will, will basically just say like, "Yeah, this movie is the one where we're just going to be fucked up." Hmm. Cuz it looks like it could be um, have you seen the the trailers for it? Um, I I saw it in a movie theater. Um, the the part that I just keep going back to and, and like I, it's like a car wreck. I have to keep watching it, even though it it horrifies me. Is um where there's a dude and I'm I'm guessing it's like a sick bay or something, and he's just like convulsing and his skin is gray and something starts to like pop out of his back. Like it looks like yeah, almost yeah. like his spine is is like breaching and it's like I want to know like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, so that uh, like that's a moment in the movie where I'm just like it's got to live up to my, you know, my Weird, weirdness. Yeah, exactly. Factor. It's it's got to be it's got to like I I don't care what it is as long as it's fucked up and gory and, and like weird. Yeah, I yeah, I um, I'm not too much into that whole thing. Like, I haven't looked it up or anything like that. I, I haven't love the alien movies. Really watched. Uh, yeah, I do too. Um, I even like three, which everyone pretty much despises. Is that the one with the baby? Baby. That's the, the one, one on that the. She she's like, it's my baby, and it gets sucked out the window or whatever through its spine. Oh no no that was Alien Resurrection. Yeah, that movie sucked. Um, <laughs> that was fucking stupid. 
Um, no, Alien Three was when they're on the prison. Col- they crash on the prison colony, and she's bald. Yeah, I don't um, remember. I may have not, not have even seen it. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, most people don't like it. And um, I, I think, honestly, it's just because, you know, Aliens was such like an action-packed thriller and awesome in every way. And Alien 3 is a much slower-paced, um, you know, sort of thriller. So the, I think just the, the change in mood and pace a lot of people didn't like. I like it just because I feel like the performances in it are really good. Um, and... It's 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 more interesting, uh, like the plot is more interesting than, um, you know. But whatever. I find it funny that we were um we were talking about um, the Joker yeah, stuff and Heath Ledger. Yeah. And on the front page of IMDb, there's apparently a movie called I Am Heath Ledger. Yeah, I've heard about coming that. Out. It must be a documentary or something. That's. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping. Yeah. Like I'm. That's what I would think. There was something else I wanted to talk about. I was going to write it down. And in the middle of me writing down that we were talking about aliens that uh, I don't remember. The movie wise? Yeah. Yeah. It was something else that I was going to, like I said, my, my brain's been dog shit all day. Mm-hmm. Um, It doesn't matter. Um, Good enough? You think? Sure. You, you got it all out of your system for now? Sure. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Got this. Got that. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. All right. And on that note, go fuck yourself. <laughs>